Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Von Bretter. My mission is to empower people to become the best versions of themselves so that they can live their best lives. I'm redefining success so people stop living the lives they think they should live and start living the lives they love. Join me weekly as I share my own insights and speak with guests that have embraced their unique gifts into living life on their terms. I hope these conversations inspire you to make the most out of your life by being your best self. Remember, be you, be beautiful. Hey, you guys, welcome back. So today I want you to think about something. Like, what are your dreams in life? Is it to travel the world, to publish a book, live on a boat, open up a store, something else that might sound crazy to someone else, but you would really love to do it? Are you living out that dream in any sort of way? Or do you even know what that dream is? Or are you waiting until you retire to figure it out? You never know what life is going to look like. And I think, or I hope that we all learn from this pandemic we've been in the last few years, that things don't go as planned. And also, you may not even retire from the company that you thought you would be retiring with. You just never know what could happen. And my hope for you is that you are living the life that you truly want to live on your terms and and for you to believe that living that life is possible because it is. And so if you are ready to you know, find out what your dreams are and to live that life on your terms and add some happiness to your life, then this episode is for you. You are going to absolutely love it. I had so much fun speaking with Romana for today's episode. She's just one of the coolest people I've gotten to speak with. She's full of such fun energy. She's got a contagious laugh, and she is living such a unique life that makes her happy. And she's had a few setbacks in life, but because of her happiness mindset, she's been able to keep going. And you'll hear her story about losing the career she thought she would retire in, how she built a company as an astrology coach, and her latest mission of helping 50,000 people live a happier life with her Happiness Reloaded Facebook group. And I know that after listening to this episode, you're just going to want to spend more time with Romana because she's just like so fun and amazing. So I'm definitely putting the link to her Facebook group in the show notes. I highly recommend that you join and add more happiness to your life and just soak up her energy because it's amazing. And You'll also know from this episode, like Romana is proof that when you become open to the possibilities that you can live your life, your dream life, even when people may not get it, like it doesn't matter if other people get it, your life is about you and doing what you enjoy. It's time to start living your life now, one that makes you truly happy, that you truly enjoy. So I hope you enjoy this episode and start being happier. Before we get into the show, I wanted to take a moment to share how I host my podcast using Anchor. It's free and easy to use. You can record and edit using your phone or computer, and then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. It's super easy to use, and they do the work for you. I highly recommend using Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, on to the show. So Romana, thank you so much for being on the BU podcast today. Will you just tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are? Thanks, Ariel, for having me. It's uh, such an honor for me to be your guest. Yes, who I am. My name is Romana Hasnell. I come from Salzburg, Austria. I am an astrologer, a writer. I published eight books up to now. I'm a happiness trainer. 
And during the first lockdown last year in 2020, no, that's two years ago. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Time <I> flies. <laughs> I founded a Facebook group, group called Happiness Reloaded because I realized that many people need just more happiness, more joy. And within founding that movement, uh, so many opportunities came up for myself. I got connections all over the world. And I am a certified laughter yoga trainer now. So I did that last year, which is a, a real good thing to do to get back uh, to your inner happiness. Yeah. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> I love it. What, is, what exactly is laughter yoga? Oh, that's so funny. Laughter <laughs> yoga was um, founded or, or, or inspired, let's uh, call it that that way uh, by an Indian doctor. And he found out that people who love, they get healthier, mm -hmm. they cope easier with challenges or crisis, even crisis. Mm -hmm. And all because laughter releases some special hormones in your body. Yeah. Uh, so, and the most important thing, your brain does not know the difference between are you really happy and laughing because you think some, something's funny or mm -hmm. do you like fake it? Your brain doesn't get the difference. You get the hormones anyway. Right. So it, it, it's enough for, to laugh for one minute in a row and you get, you get happier wow. even though you just pretend. So in laughter yoga training, uh, you, you work with groups and you tell them now walk around like, like chickens, for example, <laughs> laugh like chickens, <laughs> like this. Yeah. And people start that. And, you know, in the first minutes, it's kind of crazy and everyone's a bit shy. But after a few minutes, uh, people release and uh, yeah. they start to laugh really right from, from the deepest uh, heart because it's so funny. And then you see them like, uh, yeah, they, they're growing their happiness instantly. It's an amazing tool. Yeah, that's really cool. I haven't heard of that, but that sounds like so much fun. And it's crazy that our brain is supposed to be, you know, like our brain is like where we hold all the information. So like you think it's smart, but like, it's so funny how that you can like just trick your brain of like fake laughing still releases those same hormones to like, you know, make you happy and yeah, yeah it's so interesting That's, uh, it's so easy to trick it yeah it even helps you know if you like write on your mirror be happy and yeah. every time you you walk by you just smile right and even that gives a, a real good input so yeah it's you can do tricky stuff with with your brain it's lovely yeah. <laughs> awesome and so I kind of want to go back to like where your happiness journey like really uh began and so like from what I know it kind of started when you lost your job a while back so will you just take us back to that time and what happened yes let's travel back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was in uh, 2012 um, so almost uh, 10 years ago yeah. and um I worked for the biggest broadcasting company in Austria for over 17 years. Oh, wow. Um, I worked uh, as a director's assistant, a camera assistant, um, did uh, television graphic stuff and journalism. So the whole 
the whole broad thing you could do when working for a broadcasting company. And I loved it. Yeah. That was exactly what I wanted. So yeah, I was like, I, I mean, that I sounds really cool. To, yeah. <laughs> I thought I don't have to be in front of the camera, but behind it and like getting in creation. Lovely. So that was my thing. And I thought I will grow old there. Yeah. So like some people dream, you know, someday you retire and all your colleagues and co-workers say bye-bye to you. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got a new boss. And he tried to cut us down quite uh, heavily mm. in, uh, in our, our incomes and especially the technic people. And I went in kind of a like, um, yeah, Billy Bragg fight for the whole labor fight. Yeah. And, um, he didn't like that really much. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so there was one... Um, meeting we had in August and I, I really remember it very well because we were uh, five people invited four men and myself mm -hmm. and all the guys just sat there and like kept silent and I thought come on he wanted to cut us down to nine euros a, an hour which wow. is a, a real little income especially for the field I was working in Right. And he even told us how he, he will do that. So it's still um, possible. <laughs> so, wow. And I said, you can't do that. I'm over 40. I don't live my, with my parents anymore. I'm not a student, right? Yeah. I have to like make my own living. And I got quite hot on that topic and uh, realized all the others are silent. So mm. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I'm the big fighter. <laughs> <laughs> when Coleman was really kind of, yeah, it was good for me felt good yeah he spoke your I tree went, yeah it's like and I thought yeah I'm, I'm yeah I was the guy in that in that yeah. talk and then I went on a four weeks holiday to Greece and really enjoyed it and when I came back they had sent me that letter uh where where I was told that I was fired wow and nobody even talked to me and the problem was as I was four weeks off I didn't get the letter Right. So I went back to work and didn't know it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that was the weirdest day in my life. I because, bet. of course, all the others knew. Right. And it's like, like what are you doing here? Me. Yeah. They're really, like, you, are you okay? How are you feeling? And I thought, I don't understand. I mean, I was like, you know, I had that nice tan and Right, like I had really a great relaxed. vacation. <laughs> yeah. But what I, and that lasted for almost two hours. Yeah. Nobody had the guts to tell me. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> when I think back, there was, uh, yeah. Then some, someone said, hey, Romana, do you know that I, you've been fired? And I thought, yeah, yeah one of those jokes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> But he said, no, honestly, please uh, get to the directors and, 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 and yeah, sort it out. Wow. So that's what I did. And then I was really shocked. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't I never, imagine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah and I never had, had made plans for a future life other than working there. Right. Yeah. You'd been there for so long and you thought that that's where you were going to retire and you enjoyed it. So you thought life was great. And then like everything changed. 
Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what I had done at, uh, at these times was um, I made a, um, I studied astrology for mm -hmm. three years on a major school for astrologists. Okay. Or astrologers, I, I think you say. <laughs> and um, I, I at this at this time I thought I, I will do that when I'm retired. Yeah. So I had something else I could look at. Right. But uh, as um, astrology is not a field where you know you find clients on every street. It's uh, yeah. Right. So, uh, what got Gosh. you into astrology? <laughs> what? Ah, that was crazy too. There was another. <laughs> I, I had a series of accidents in 2008, mm -hmm. um, beginning um, with a bad accident where I ruined my knee and then broke my arm on a motorcycle accident and then, then both ankles. So within uh, one and a half years i had five really serious accidents oh wow and um i, I was scared at, at this time uh that they would fire me because i had so many absent days right uh, so they didn't do <laughs> and then i asked a psych a psychotherapist if she could like take a slight look inside myself and and tell me if i'm like auto aggressive or something like that Right, because <laughs> like what I is going on? What's, yeah, what's going on? And she was, yeah, she 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 started laughing. She she thought that was very funny, and said, "Why don't you um, talk with an astrologer? Sometimes they can really help you when when things get tightened up like this." Yeah, and I I thought this lady is completely out of her mind because right. I didn't believe that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And I said, yeah, if I want to throw my money into a river, I just walk out here and do it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But she said, come on, please give it a try. Um, I know somebody who helped me uh, sometime and, and maybe that lady can help you too. So I went there uh, just for a like an aft afternoon workshop because I wanted to check if this, I really thought that was, sorry, the word crap you know? yeah, <laughs> yeah you're skeptical to check out <laughs> what's going on here and uh, she talked for an hour about the elements you know fire water earth and air mm -hmm. in in astrology and i was at that moment she got me i sat there and thought i can't believe it really? she's talking about me stop wow. talking about me <laughs> <laughs> So um, I got there and had my birth chart done and she told me everything about that whole accident stuff and it stopped then. Oh, wow. Because I got more aware of everything. And then I thought, okay, she's running a school and she's offering three years um, of studying. So I started that mm -hmm. and I finished it. Uh, yeah, in 2011, I finished, right? So that was one year before I got fired. Right. And uh, I, I tried, of course, to do some birth charts with friends and help people and have my first clients, but not in the way where you think you, you could make a living of it. Yeah. So um, what happened then after uh, I got fired was that I 
tried to get back in a job for broadcasting TV, radio, something like that, but couldn't find one. Mm-hmm. Austria is very small, uh, small country. Right. And uh, you, you don't have many companies doing this stuff there. So um, the lady at, we have one of those offices where you go when you lose your job, right? And that lady mm-hmm. really said, listen, you are um, 44, you are overqualified. Um, mm-hmm. We cannot do anything for you oh wow and I was hey <laughs> I thought I come here you give me my next dream job and right. that's it right <laughs> yeah I mean yeah, that's so well. relatable though I think so many people have can um, relate to like looking for jobs and just being overqualified and then it's just like what do you do and that's that's discouraging especially after being somewhere for so long and then yeah. it's like, what do you, what do you do? How do you recover from that? Yeah, yeah. that it, it is discouraging, especially uh, people who try to get more qualification, more qualification, who are action types, right? Yeah. At that moment, you get like the bill presented where they say all you did was wrong. Right, all yeah. All your action taking and more and getting more knowledge and everything. So, uh, yeah. Then what, what happened next was that all my co-workers colleagues they just turned away mm. so there were no contacts left and as you um uh, as a tv person you're used to very um like difficult working hours right we work yeah. up until midnight and then start again next day in the afternoon and it's changing so within 17 years your friends like all are in that same bubble right yeah so and they were gone within two months oh wow that was the next really complicated thing and then I didn't find a job and after four months I thought okay I tell now that lady at that office I don't want that state money anymore because Mm -hmm. you get something when you you are in England they say you are on the dole I, I, but I don't know how, <laughs> how you say it in America, like you're unemployed, unem- right? Yeah, we get unemployment here. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, yes, so I said, I don't want that money any longer. I get self-employed now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I found my own company. And she said, ah, that's not a good idea because you, you don't have any income yet. And how will you do? And I said, just. I want to stop coming here. I cannot stand that any longer. Yeah. That was for me so depressing. And yeah, then I didn't really know what and how, but I went to all those offices, yeah, founded my own company. They asked me, what are you doing? I said, I'm an astrologer mm-hmm. and um, I, I am a writer, a journalist. So yeah. one of them said we, for the insurances, right? The health insurances, he said, we never had somebody who said he is a writer or she's a writer and wants like wants to do what you're doing so they were all yeah okay (laughs) 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 and then I had a chat with my aunt Uh, I was yeah still devastated and and very sad and she said you you know how to write you love it I've been writing for a newspaper years before and I loved it and she said why don't you write a book okay <laughs> you, have, you have enough time now yeah. and I said ah 
I don't know what about. (laughs) And so we sat there over a cup of coffee and and checked out the situation. What do I know and what do I want to write about? And I said, ah, now that I'm running out of money because I was was almost broke then. Right. um, Why don't I write a book about gardening for people who have no money? So like gardening in a shopping bag old yeah. shopping bag and I call it the garden in the bag and um, I started and after one chapter I um, was looking for a publisher and within two months I had one really so that wow. was amazing for me because most people who write in the German language they say it's so hard to find a publisher because the market is so small right right yeah and I had one and I stayed there for the next uh, three books Oh my God, <laughs> a lovely cooperation. And I was like, yeah, good. So, so uh, yeah. that's just, I mean, <laughs> it's really cool that like it just kind of like aligned for you um, because yeah, I think it's really amazing that you were able to find a publisher and so quickly because I know that that's just, it's really hard to find a publisher and to make it happen. And so, I mean, were you interested in gardening before or was that just like an idea that you had? Like, where did that come from? <laughs> no, I am a, a real um, passionate gardener. Okay, cool. So I, I, I learned everything you have to know about that from my grandma. Yeah. And um, I wrote several um, articles in, in newspapers already for, for example, how you, you get rid of uh, snails you call those tiny fellows yeah. eat all the salad right yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that so <laughs> on a natural way of course right so yes and then That's- so after you like published um your book and then like went on to you know do two others with that publisher like were they successful right away or what was that like they they are still successful but yeah. we have to talk about they are how to books mm-hmm. not not novels or not um like books in the sector of self-development yeah they get much more readers nowadays oh for so sure it's, uh, my books were not what you call a bestseller because a bestseller uh, in austria is when you when you uh, s- sell more than ten thousand copies yeah um they weren't that kind of books but still they still sell yeah. So every year I get one little letter from the publisher. <laughs> yeah, we sold another hundred copies or another two hundred, and then I, I still get money. That's nice. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then so while you were, you know, writing these books, you were also building your business as like an astrologist. Right. I started uh, building my business, um, started co- courses and workshops in astrology and people loved it mm-hmm. I worked together with another astrologer and uh, I, I tried literally everything you can do in that field um, I did um, cooking astrological cooking sessions for example oh, wow. um, uh, where people could book me and mm-hmm. I would come to their home they invite six friends and I cook um, I cook for them and talk about their 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 um, birth charts and star signs and everything. Yeah. So I I found out what um, menu would fit for 
Aries or Leo or Virgo or whatever. And uh, yeah, they could book that and people loved it. So I packed all my pots and stuff in my tiny car and went there. (laughs) Funny thing. And from, from those days, the idea came up to write a cookbook. Yeah. An astrological cookbook. And uh, we uh, published that one at the end of 2020, was it? Right. And at the moment, we are still working on the second part, which will be published at the end of the year. uh, Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) I mean, that's just so unique. And then, so, like, tell me more about what it was like first starting out because. I mean, even you were a skeptic of astrology and like the impact it was. So like, how do you go from like, you know, needing to like make an income and start a business and, you know, get clients? Like, I mean, that's a lot. Mm. How did you do it? It is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, the first tip I would give young entrepreneurs when they they start now, um, sort things out first and then start because I was like running in eight directions at one moment not knowing what I was doing just hoping something will work out and um, it did work out I was lucky Uh, nowadays if I would like turn time back I I would say okay um, I get a bit more uh, structured so what I did then was just um, I made a Facebook Facebook site, mm-hmm. of course a website. I luckily I know web design because otherwise I would have spent so much money for that stuff too. Right. So I made up made my web website. I did search engine optimization, uh, what I know as well. So uh, that worked out pretty well. And then clients came like dropping in one per month, for example. Yeah. <laughs> And um, they, they like what I do because my, my uh, astrology is, I would call it very special. Mm-hmm. I work very individually. So first of all, people tell me what their pain point is, right? And mm-hmm. then we take a look at the stars and see what we can find there. And you always find the pain point. Yeah. So um, I'm not one of these astrologers who sit down and don't listen and tell you how your next year will be. I'd never do that. Right. I mean, that sounds like it's really beneficial to focus on the pain point first. And, you know, I mean, because I think that like once you focus in on that and then how to, I guess, um, overcome it or like what the reason behind it is, like then that just kind of has like an impact on like, the rest of their life and how things are going to go right and it it still amazes me how it works yeah but <laughs> even the even the best astrologers for example Hayo Banzaf was one of the best uh, or best known astrologers in 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 Germany and he always said um nobody ever will understand why this works not even me interesting (laughs) so I I said um yeah I don't know how how, I don't have to know why it works right I know how it works and that it works and that's enough for supporting people and um 
the funny thing is that after founding the, um, my Facebook group uh, in 2020, I found out that people often come to me and ask for support and they don't want to know anything about astrology. And I keep that back, of course. Yeah. But when we get to the point where, where this person says, hey, can't you take a look? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then I say, yeah, of course I can. Let's have yeah. a look. And it's, uh, it's amazing how you can support people there. So right. uh, last year I had... Uh, uh, I, I, I always invent programs because I love it so much to like get something new into my life. So I had the idea, um, why do we have problems in when, when life challenges us, right? Mm -hmm. We only have problems because we don't have the right tools. Ooh. So it's like if you're a mechanic and you want to repair a car and you just had a hammer, then that would be quite difficult to repair a car you need more tools yeah. and same thing it is in life so i invented a program called the tool set theory where mm -hmm. i tell people i will give you the right tools so we work together in groups or in one-to-ones and uh, i give you all the tools you need and i had three clients last year because i, I started that very fresh yeah they all didn't know what to do in life so all of them are between 40 and 50 yeah and um, they were unhappy one of one of them was a, a long long-term unemployed mm -hmm. and they just wanted to know what to do because just sitting there and waiting is is not good right and i could help all three of them so but uh, two of them uh they they founded their own company in the meantime Wow, And they are quite happy with it. And the third person had a company already, but had problems in focusing. And we found mm -hmm. out which niche she wants to be in. Yeah. And all that with, in, in combination with the astrology. I loved that outcome. I'm so, oh my God. It's <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> That's so exciting. It and is. I mean, yeah, it's so great when you can actually see um, how you've helped someone. And I really love just the idea of that you need the right tools. So like, what, what are some of like, what do the tools look like that you kind of use with your clients? What does that look like? Um, for example, one tool, um, especially women have, uh, have problems with is the simple tool to say no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's there is a big someone one. who needs your help and you say, yeah, of course I help you. And yeah. that's, that's all we do all the time. Mm -hmm. So how do you learn to say no in a way which suits you? Right. Because every person is different. So sometimes, uh, for example, strong areas people they wouldn't have a problem with that they say no and they mm -hmm. go away they don't care yeah but um strong people in earth science for example virgo or um what's the the one with the horns <laughs> um <laughs> oh my gosh i know what you're yeah. Taros, yeah. <laughs> it's taurus uh, or capricorn mm -hmm. um when they say no, they tend to really feel bad with it. Really, right. really feel bad. And then they have to learn why it's important to say no. 
And we do that in a few sessions, right? To train it and try to be charming when saying no, try to Mm -hmm. find a wording which which suits you. Um, Because especially if you are founding your own company or want to get your own track in life, you cannot say yes to every person who asks something of you because you don't have any time to go your way, your own way. Exactly. I love that because, I mean, I think saying no is huge and that's something that I'm trying to learn how to do, but I really like that aspect of, you know, with different signs, you just relate to it differently because it's so easy to tell someone like, oh, just say no. And then like, it will solve your problems. But (laughs) if you relate to it, you know, you got to understand of like, yes, I might say no, but I need to like, you know, um, just kind of realize how it like relates to me and how I can say no, that's like Mm -hmm. true for me and, you know, work through that guilt and stuff. So I really like that aspect of like understanding your sign and how to like communicate. No, what's another tool that very important. Another tool is to get out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Um, Today, one of my um, very, very, um, it's not one of my he's not one of my coaches but um, he brought it to the point and I, I haven't got it exactly Aaron Huey said that I haven't got it exactly on the point but he says you never grow when you stay inside your comfort zone and you never mm-hmm. get off your pain when you stay inside your it's like a dish you you're swimming in a dish right yeah <laughs> And um, so getting out of your comfort zone might be, it's, of course, it's again, different for every personality, but it might be that you, you open, you just open your mind and have a look around yourself and say, oh, people are different, really. Yeah. So it's not that somebody acts or reacts to hurt me, he or she just reacts because it's his or her personality. And right. it's different from mine. Yeah. So to, to get out of the comfort zone could mean, for example, if you have been working in a company like I did for 17 years, mm-hmm. then grab your stuff, go and travel and meet completely different people or work on different places. Yeah. Um, for example, the, the first two years after I was, uh, I've been fired, um, I had, I really struggled with my financial situation. Mm-hmm. So I started working for a carpenter. Okay. And we were like, yeah, we were finishing um, houses with the wooden floors. Yeah. And it's really hard work, really yeah. hard work. But it brought me so out of my comfort zone that I now realize when um, clients are coming to get support from me mm-hmm. and they are hardworking people, I cannot tell them, now go back after work, bring your, your girlfriend uh, flowers and have a nice talk with her for two hours. They are too exhausted. Right. It's so exhausting. So you have to work on a different level with those um, people who work hard with their body. Yeah. And I never did know that before because I thought, come on, why are you all so lazy, brain lazy, (laughs) get up, do something. And then I realized there are kinds of work. You you come home from work Mm -hmm. and all you can do is sit down on the couch. It's nothing else you can do. 
Yeah. That's funny that you bring that up because like my husband, he is uh, like a woodworker. And so he, his job is very physically exhausting, but like what I do is like, along with this is like, I'm a bookkeeper. So it's like mentally exhausting and just like understanding, like, yeah, it's like, I had to learn, like, you know, his day is very different from mine, but yeah, the more you experience different people and you relate to them, you know, in a different way. Yeah, then you you know exactly how that is mm-hmm. when he comes home and is completely done, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm curious because like your story is just so cool of like, I mean, you've had such a journey from, you know, getting fired and then working with the carpenter, releasing books, being an astrologer. Like is one of your books like about your journey, your personal story? Yeah, it is. Awesome. That was <laughs> that was my first novel, okay. and uh, that was another uh, cool story because uh, in 2012, before I got fired, mm-hmm. I met a man who calls himself a dream developer. Okay, and that's crazy as well, right? Uh, that <laughs> yeah. was a, a kind of business meeting in Salzburg's first co-working space, and I was invited because I I know the person who founded the co-working space she's mm-hmm. a good friend of mine and she invited me to so I wasn't an entrepreneur in these days but um just I was invited so we sat right. down there and I thought okay it's a business meeting so you take your business card give it away take another one and that's it right right <laughs> and then that guy sat in front of me and said what's your biggest dream and I thought who are you are you yeah. crazy what are you talking about oh my god one of these guys (laughs) (laughs) and um but I I thought and he like kept staring at me and I thought oh god what do I say and I said ah yeah one of my biggest dreams is I want to travel and Mm -hmm. don't have to go back after four weeks yeah you know I have to go back to work Right, And then he, he wanted to do some like uh, thought experiments with me, how I could manage that. And I told him, listen, I'm working in my dream job um, for the same company, 17 years, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I won't do that. Quit that job. Yeah. Two months later, I got fired. So that's yeah. kind of, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I think it, sometimes <laughs> it's like what you're supposed to do, like, the universe just kind of makes it like, well, we're going to make it happen for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it took me two years um, in building my own company and fixing everything and writing books until I realized, hey, I can live that dream now. Yeah. There is no one who tells <laughs> me when to come back. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had a very old camper van in these days. I still have it. It's uh, built in 1985. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I fixed it in, in 2015. I fixed it together with a mechanic. So again, I ended up working hard. Yeah. Seven to five with oil covered hands and all this stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> and we fixed the car. And then I went on my first trip and I told myself, I come back when I have enough, not one moment earlier. Mm. And I stayed away for over three months. Wow. And went to all those countries, uh, France and Italy, Spain, uh, everywhere in Europe. (laughs) um, Lovely, lovely, lovely. 
and I, I couldn't stop anymore. So I am doing that every year now. I, I start in September and come back when, whenever I f- it feels like it. That's so cool. And last year, I, um, I wrote a book about the first five years of traveling. Yeah. And finished it and published it. And it's called Traveling with the Blues. Oh, wow. Because uh, sometimes when you're untraveling alone, of course, and right. sometimes um, you really get the blues when you're all alone and thrown mm-hmm. back on yourself and thinking about yourself. And I realized that this blues might be a person mm. like sits next to you in the car and he's he's awful like yeah smoking and spitting out of the window and doing stuff <laughs> like that I don't like <laughs> so I created that um, that person of the blues and gave it a life and right. and then my car started talking in the book of course and yeah. so they talk to each other and she's <laughs> she's kind, kind of happy always and he's really weird yeah and so they they get quite philosophical someday right <laughs> that sounds so, so interesting about my own story <laughs> oh I love that where can people like find your books that you've written um the first four books are um I did with a publisher they can get it on Amazon for example so mm-hmm. just type in my name you get all the books uh, which have been published um, by the publisher and they are sold on Amazon and one other book we did that in self-publishing the do what you love co-working guide to the galaxy oh, wow. where we describe how you get the perfect co-worker or how you found the co-working space yeah. so um, yeah and the other books um, I as well published myself Uh um there is one i did with a mental trainer where we talk about mental training um uh, mental training from a to z we call it yeah so you've got uh, for every letter in the alphabet you get a topic and uh, some exercises you can do oh cool and yeah then the traveling with the blues and the cooking the star cooking the only problem is that the there's just one book in English language available at the moment. Ah. <laughs> one in English that was a, 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 a publisher in Great Britain bought the license and printed yeah. it. And the Cooking with the Stars book is in translation right now. Okay. I was like, yeah, you need to get it in English. Like, we yeah, need to I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do that. Yes. That's so awesome. It's very cool. And you, know, you talked about your Facebook group a little bit. Will you just tell us like the name of your Facebook group and kind of like who it's for and what that looks like? Yeah, it's called Happiness Reloaded. Mm-hmm. And it's for people in English and German language. So okay. still only two languages <laughs> where you can <laughs> find you English. <laughs> where you can find daily inspiration, uh, ha- uh, things that make you happy and joyful. Yeah. And I have in day, um, you don't call that lessons anymore. What's that called? They've got one section in there where you can watch all the videos I did for happiness mm-hmm. mindset up to oh, now. Okay. Awesome. So for example, that uh, get out every day. Um, how is it to hug a tree? What's laughter yoga? All that stuff. You can find it in this section. 
and I'm doing courses and those courses are normally you can book them over my website but for the happiness reloaded members they are free so okay. you can do a whole week of happiness mindset journey so I call it that's but that's nice. in English okay and uh, yeah um, you get a video every day you watch it do the exercise ask questions post your homework if you want so we yeah. do some vision boarding as well and um like um focusing exercises and mm -hmm. everything that uh, supports you for getting a real happiness mindset and yeah. i always call that happiness mindset that is like um you know in the circus where all mm -hmm. those artists are in the air they have a net yeah oh yeah so um. that happiness mindset is it's like a net whenever you fall you, you never for you. fall hard on the ground if you have that mindset right oh i love that it's like a really cool way to look at it too Yay. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> and like what impact do you want the work that you're doing to have on people um when I founded the group, someone asked me, how many people do you want to reach? And I said, 50,000 at least. Yeah. Um, because that was um, the numbers, you know, on the, on the, the car had on its engine at these uh. <laughs> about at least 50,000. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Like, a, like a, it was like a sign. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's possible because people tell each other and yeah. if people get inspired by that that doesn't mean that you are like happy or like a clown every day it doesn't mean that but it's just like a mindset that carries you mm -hmm. so of course even i have bad days sure yeah but sometimes uh, now i'm at the end of the day i get into the group and talk about it and then i have to start laughing because after all it's it's just a day that didn't work out right right yeah <laughs> like you survived and it you know you can still find some joy and happiness you know throughout the day and the small that's moments and it stuff. and it's most of the times if we are honest with ourselves right what we call disaster isn't a real disaster for example yeah. yesterday yeah my christmas tree fell over that was annoying <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, ah, okay i had to ask a neighbor what is embarrassing because i'm not strong enough to put it back oh. <laughs> but nevertheless one day later it's such a funny story right yeah it's like those times like it like at the time it's so frustrating and it feels like everything's wrong but yeah looking back yeah. at it it's I mean it's funny it is <laughs> um, yeah and then I always like to ask like how has being yourself um, led to your success that's a good question because um I, I'm a, a person I always want to stick to who I am. I want to be authentic. Yeah. And that means when I, when I look back to that situation in the summer of 2012, where I just said the truth in my side of the world. Mm -hmm. Of course, um, if I think back, I could say, uh, what, what should I have done differently? Uh, different mm -hmm. so I don't lose my job. But now I think nothing. I would have done 
nothing different because that's me. Yeah. And I think this is one 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 things um, that brought me to success now that um, I'm not a person who does something uh, different just because people think that would be nicer or better. I yeah. met so many people within the last 10 years who told me, you know, the, uh, the kind of astrology you do, this is so this is so good and, and mm-hmm. supporting you. You should take 500 uh, euros an hour because mm-hmm. it's worth it. Yeah. And I say, no, yeah, that's not me. I, I want to have contact to all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. And if you start in a range like that, you don't get those people I want to talk to. You get right. other people or some people I want to talk to maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's where I want to stick to the ground, right? And mm-hmm. um, of course, I have um, expensive programs as well. But I don't wanna I don't wanna get into the situation. I'm like you know a private jet guy. I don't yeah. need that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've I've been a skydiver when I was younger, and I jumped out of so many airplanes. I, I don't oh, wow. need my my own one. <laughs> I mean, not a chat, maybe a small one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love it. <laughs> so I think um, that's, um, yeah, some people ask me, why are you traveling such an old van? Uh, it always needs repair, it's stressful. And I, I think, first of all, because it's got a soul, in my opinion, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's my car. And the other I don't need a bigger car. It's just me. So, yeah. I mean, I, can't, I just can sit on one seat, right? right. So I don't need five of them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I that, love it. You're just yeah. so, I mean, you're just like so unique in such a good, beautiful way. And I love what you're doing. And I just, I think it's always interesting to kind of like look back and it seems like your life you've had these different experiences, these things that have happened to you that have just really led you to where you are now. And I I think it's just so cool. And I love that you're just kind of going with it and helping people and tying everything together. So that's awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been great. Thank you for listening to the BU podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends and write me a review. I would love to hear from you. And you can find me on Instagram at beautifulchick or on my website, beautifulchick.com. Remember, be you, be beautiful.